temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. The Bucks game is over. And now, it's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. You know, I feel good. I always can get better. But, you know, I know I know myself. I know how usually it goes. You know, if I'm healthy, things are going to be okay. The head coach. Um, you know, offensively, I think, you know, we make a few more shots. Could be dangerous. And the fans. You got a guy in Giannis. He's just, like, the most likable human being. And all the other people fall in line with that. Everybody kind of takes after him. And it just it's really positive to see that be the team that we give. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. Now, here's your host, Bill Baby Tausch-Schmidt on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome in. It is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show here on The Fan. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer with you. Mayor Mitch Ross, other side of the glass, like old times, back in the saddle again, filling in for Billy Schmidt as he's in Disney World as we speak. Bucks get the win, 119-91 to over the L.A. Clippers. Let me say that again. The Bucks beat the L.A. Clippers with Kawhi Leonard, with Paul George, on Giannis's birthday, 119-91. to And with all that being said, well, we got to do this. Right? Yeah. Got a little chair dancing going on, right? Giannis was dancing a little bit as they were singing his birthday song inside the Pfizer Forum tonight. Come on now. Get it along here in your, on your couch at home. Listen to the radio.com app. Maybe you're driving along in your car. Your Mercedes Benz. You bought from Mercedes Benz. Walking on. Maybe you bought it there and you just... Turn it up. He's that speed. Bucks get a big win over the LA Clippers. 119 to 91. Steve Sparky Five with you. And I'm gonna tell you something. It's Giannis's birthday. He gets Kawhi Leonard again after Kawhi Leonard dodged him the last time they faced the Clippers. Let's be honest, that's what happened. Oh, I gotta wrestle. Sure, okay. Sure thing. So they don't play in the last time Bucks win. Couldn't take really much from that. This time you get Kawhi Leonard and you get Paul George and you absolutely tear them apart. And I promise you, promise you, that Giannis has had these Clipper games circled from when the schedule came out because Kawhi Leonard was the one with the Toronto Raptors that pretty much took away their chances of going to the NBA Finals last year. This here was a bigger game for Giannis than it probably was for anybody on the L.A. Clippers team. Let's be honest about this. You know he wanted this game in a big way. And earlier today on the Wendy's Big Show, when we were out at the 13th Annual uh, Fan Toy Drive, uh, we talked about 
this Bucks basketball team against this Clippers team and that it was going to be a measuring stick type of contest tonight. I said, hey, they very well could lose this one. I mean, they've won 13 games in a row. It's going to end sometime, and it very well could end against a very good Clippers team, and there'd be no shame in that if that's what happens. Nope. Not only did it not end, they blew the Clippers out, and they've won 14 straight now. And now you start looking ahead, and every time you look ahead, right, you jinx yourself normally. But the opportunity to win 20 games in a row, that would be talking about franchise record type stuff, it's going to be against the Lakers and LeBron and Anthony Davis. That's going to be the chance at 20 wins in a row. It's going to be that Lakers game. How crazy is that going to be if they get to that point? Brooke Lopez was 2 of 12 tonight. Missed all five three-point shots. 2 of 12. Eric Bledsoe was 4 of 10 uh, from the field tonight. One board, five assists, couple of steals. Nothing special. 10 points. Let's look at some of the other players uh, tonight. Ursine Ilyasova was 5 of 11 from the floor tonight. Uh, let's see. DiVincenzo, 2 of 7. Robin Lopez, 1 of 5. Now, obviously you had guys that played well in sports here. Middleton did take a lot of shots, but was very, very good. 7 of 9, 3 of 3 from 3. 17 points, 6 boards, 5 assists. Pat Connaughton didn't miss a shot. Five of five, 13 points, four boards, and an assist. Giannis, on his birthday, only plays 26 minutes. Nothing could make me happier than that. Get the man some rest. 27 points, an 11 of 20 shooting for Giannis, one of four from three, four of six from the free throw line, 11 boards, four assists. He did have four turnovers. A solid night by Giannis. And again, the Bucks win 119 to 91. I was uh, driving in from Oak Creek and was listening to Ted Davis and Dennis Krause. Uh, and thanks again to Dennis Krause for joining us out at the uh, Toy Drive on Monday on the Wendy's Big Show. Appreciate it. And they were talking about, you know, enjoying the other side of a blowout victory. And how, you know, they've been through some lean years, obviously, as broadcasters watching, you know, garbage team after garbage team play for this Milwaukee Bucks uh, organization. Over the course of time. Mayor Mitch Ross is on the other side of the glass producing the show tonight. He and I have been together for a decade now, right? I think it's been about a decade. I, yeah, I think that's about right. I think it's been a decade or so, somewhere in that area. Um, think about that a decade. I haven't seen Mayor Mitch in quite a while. He looks like he's aged 10 years. You you look old. You do. I mean, it's, it's nice, though. It's a good I'll look. I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, yeah thank must, you. Mustache looks good. Um, but th- this this is the thing. And this is my question for tonight. What are you enjoying the most about your favorite basketball team having the success that they've been having? What are you enjoying the most of the whole thing? And it it literally can be anything. It can be uh, watching them, you know, win games and not get blown out. It can be having a superstar on your team in Giannis. It can be how people act about the Bucks away from the basketball games when you're at work or when you're with your friends and family. Now all of a sudden they want to talk to you about the Bucks before they couldn't care less. What what are you enjoying the most about the success the Bucks have had here in the last couple of years? Because it's just going to keep going up and up and up. Now, unfortunately, this is on a Friday. If this was Monday night and they would have done this to the Clippers or Thursday night on TNT and done this to the Clippers, this would be the talk of all the talking heads tomorrow morning on TV. Unfortunately, you're not going to get that. You're going to get college football stuff 
uh, tomorrow morning still. But on Monday, you might get some of this talk uh, if they can fit their way in uh, with the NFL, which normally rules Monday mornings. This is a gigantic win for this Bucks organization to beat a team that they very well may see in the NBA Finals, sweep the season series, and destroy them really without Giannis having to have any type of a career night. Really, nobody on this team had anywhere close to career nights. You can argue more of these guys had bad nights and had good nights, and they were still able to win with relative ease tonight, 119-91. So what are you enjoying most about this organization winning finally, finally, in the last couple of years? 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM, the fancy Sparky Fiverr with you. 119-91 victory for the Bucks. Joel on the south side, you're first up. The Big and Tape Pro Hoops post game show tonight. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's up, Sarky? Um, to answer your question, what excites me most is the Bucks have that guy in Giannis. And, you know, I watch a lot of NBA basketball. I like LeBron. I, I like watching greatness. And so to me, it's fun um, that my team has that guy. Now, it does cause me to stress out, thinking, like, man, will he ever leave? But I'll try to be in the moment. And. Tonight's game, I wish I was there. I wasn't watching it on TV, though. It just seemed like a playoff atmosphere in that first half. And kind of until the Bucks pulled away in the third quarter, like it was electric. You could tell both teams wanted it. Um, but the Bucks just had it tonight, and the Clippers didn't have enough. What worries me moving forward is that the Bucks will be a victim of their own success, kind of similar to last year. You know, they had 60-plus wins. They had the MVP. They ran through the playoffs, up 2-0, and then – Toronto made adjustments. In the Bucks, they don't have to make adjustments because they're so good, and their best is better than everyone else's best. So on a night-to-night basis, teams just aren't ready for the force for which the Bucks play with. A lot of that's because of Giannis, but the force and energy, they take the regular season serious. So that's going to lead to you know 60-plus wins, a first seed. But when they run up against a team with comparable talent and a good coach, the other team's going to be forced to make adjustments because, in my opinion, the Bucks, the Bucks' best is better than everyone else's best. And will they have that counterpunch? Because throughout the whole regular season and then the first round, probably the second round, they won't have to. They'll just do what they do, and that's good enough. And so that's kind of what worries me is that when another team comes with something else, will the Bucks be able to counter? This this is something that that we have to kind of understand I think as a fan base right now about this Bucks team and I said this last year after that Raptors series and I was told I was wrong and I'm sorry it's been months later and I still think I'm right and everybody that disagrees with me can but for this team to win a championship to win in the NBA finals against the Lakers or against the Clippers and I know what happened tonight but to win a seven game series in those matchups folks Chris Middleton and Eric Bledsoe are going to have to play well. And it can't just be the Giannis show. And if Giannis gets stopped, it's over. They have to be a supporting cast, and they have to play better in the postseason in the big seven-game series at the end. I don't think they have to play well necessarily in the Eastern Conference playoffs in order for the Bucs to get to the NBA Finals. But I think they're going to have to play well in a seven-game series against the Clippers or Lakers to win this thing. No, Sparky, you totally know. Like, it's a way different animal in the playoffs. Totally different. Because then defensively, they pay attention, they game plan more, there's more specialization of what you want to do. Regular season, not nearly as much. Joel, thanks for the call. And that's something that I, I that 
I don't want to take away from what the Bucks do in the regular season because God knows I never thought I'd be sitting here talking about a 14-game winning streak on this radio station ever in my life. So I'm very, very appreciative. But when you get to this level, and we've never been to this level as a fan base, really, this regular season, really, there are only handful of games that you really look at on the schedule and go, okay, that game, that's going to mean something. Pistons, Hornets, Pelicans, eh. I mean, sure, if they lose, you go, well, okay. They, had, they, had a, they, they stumbled a little bit, but nothing to freak out about for sure. Nothing to freak out about. You're blowing out really good basketball teams by 30-some points. That, that, that's something that I'm enjoying. I know about you. The question on the table is, you know, what are you really enjoying finally having this team have success after we haven't had it for all these years? Like I said, it can be anything. It can be on the court, off the court, whatever the case may be. Uh, let's see here. Kevin and Luke leaving uh, the Bucks whooping of the L.A. Clippers tonight. You're next on The Fan. What's up, Kevin? Hey, Sparky. How's it going, Moose? Good, man. So, the most thing I'm enjoying right now is I walked out of this game with eight minutes left on this and have no traffic right now. Um, Everybody however, left early? Is that what happened? We left a lot early. So, I'm, I'm halfway back to Racine, which I'm happy about. But I just – there's so many good things happening right now. I mean, conversations I'm having sitting with people next to me. We're season ticket holders. You talked to my son. Because a lot last Hello. year, so I mean it's just incredible. I mean it's just the atmosphere, the people around you. I mean I think the guy before, I mean it was a playoff atmosphere, and freaking early of the of the year, it was so much fun. Yeah, no question. And those are the type of atmospheres we've been waiting for. And you'd have it on opening night back in the day for the Bucks, and then you'd have it maybe. Uh, when Michael Jordan would come to town or Kobe would come to town or Shaq and outside or LeBron, I guess. And outside of that, you really wouldn't get that type of atmosphere back in the day for a Bucks game. Yeah. And what I was saying to, to Lucas is I'm like, you know, honestly with the, the momentum and to watch that Clippers team quit was a lot of fun. I mean, you could tell they got to a point where like, yeah, we're not going to win this. Right. We're done. We're going to kind of put it on a coast and see what happens. I said to Lucas, I'm like, Hey, I could see the Lakers doing this, too, because, you know, the thing that between the Bucks and a, a normal playoff team is the normal playoff team, they kind of just coast along. They get to the playoffs. They play hard. The Bucks, I don't think they know how to do that. They play hard all year long. You saw it in the playoffs last year. You know, they got beat. They got tired. You could see that. They figured them out. But Giannis, I just don't think that man's going to quit. He played his butt off on his birthday. He only played 26 minutes, but he gave all he had. No doubt. Everybody around him. Our bench is the reason why we won this game tonight, because they came off that bench. Coach Bud figured out who was playing right, and he put them in when he had. Yep, you're absolutely right. Kevin, thanks for the call, and you said it right there. Giannis playing his butt off, uh, and everybody follows behind on that team, and they give it all they got night in and night out. And if you look back at the Jordan Bulls and those teams, they did the same type of deal. There wasn't much coasting with those teams either. Was it a dunk? Was it a key basket in transition? Was it a spectacular play down the lane? It's time for the Wrench and Go Drive of the Game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest price auto parts around. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the Fan. 
All right, so the Bucks get the victory tonight over the L.A. Clippers at home. They kill them 119 to 91. Giannis on his birthday leads with 27 points, 11 boards, four assists. Again, in only 26 minutes of action. Asking you tonight, what are you enjoying most about this organization? Finally having a team that's winning and winning at a high, high level here the last couple of years after having suffered as long-suffering Bucks fans for all those years. Those are the question. That's the question on the table. You can tweet it at 105.7 FM, the fan, or, of course, dial it up, 414-799-1250. Mayor Mitch, what did you pick for our drive of the game? Giannis Dedekumbo coming through with a slam dunk here to make it 103, Sparky, to 67 as Doc Rivers pulls the plug. A little over nine minutes to play. Sterling Brown getting the call from Mike Bertenholzer. Giannis has 27 on a hammer. This has been incredible. Talk about anticlimactic. Unbelievable. There you go. Paschke and Marcus Johnson. Marcus Johnson on the call on Fox Sports Wisconsin on the highlight dunk by Giannis. And as Mayor Mitch said, pretty much knocked them out 119 to 91. Up next, Noah in Racine. You're next up on the fan. What's up, Noah? What's up? All right, man. So what did you take away from this game? What are you enjoying the most from having this team winning basketball games at a high level like they are? So I think one of the biggest things that I can see because I've had season tickets for about 10 years now with my dad. Okay. And one of the things that we both agree on is that we both see a lot of chemistry coming out off of the bench, just the entire team together, able to come together, no matter if they're the best player on the team or the 10th guy off the bench. Like it's just nice seeing them able to come and connect together and have that chemistry. And then the atmosphere that also connects with the team itself. And it's nice to see that you have fans cheering and it's not just sitting there, just dull, and it's not doing anything. Everybody's in the game, everybody's watching, and everybody's supporting. And I can, I think, like the Bucks as a team feed off of that, and they get that energy. And so when guys like Pat Connaughton and guys like Dante DiVincenzo come in there and just gas out these guys, they just run faster, and they hear these guys cheering for them. They just take that to heart, and they just go as hard as they can. Uh, you know what? And that's a great point, Noah. Thanks for the call, and thanks for holding on. Enjoy the rest of your night uh, and the weekend. And that is a big difference, right? Because so many times, depending on what's going on, whether it be a Brewers game uh, back in the day when they were winning that many basketball or baseball games, even today, you'll still find people having full-blown conversations about Cub Scouts, about what happened at work, about where you're going on vacation, not even looking at the field of play, not even looking at what's going on in the basketball court, not looking forward at all. And years ago, I went to Old Bush Stadium to see a Cardinals game. I'd never been there before, and it was the last year it was open. So I, we went down to St. Louis, Tim Allen and myself, and we went down there. We wanted to – was it Tim Allen? Oh, maybe it wasn't. I don't remember. But went down there, checked it out, and it was. I was just amazed because having been up here and Brewers weren't all that good, and down there, like, everybody just – they talked to you. Like, I was trying to have a conversation about the zoo, right? I was interested in St. Louis Zoo. I didn't care about the Cardinals. About the St. Louis Zoo. And these people were not even looking at me. When we got to mid-inning, then they turn and look at you. Otherwise, eyes were on the field. They were keeping score of the game. And they're watching and having a phone, uh, conversation with you at the same time. And that, to me, was very impressive. Like, that fan base, when I was at that game, and you're looking around and seeing who's watching and who's not. majority of them were watching. And what Noah's saying is, now you're starting to get that with the Bucks And that there, that is a very cool thing. Because that means... 
not only is your fan base paying attention, but your fan base is also getting a little bit more knowledgeable uh, in that aspect as well. Bucks get the win over the Clippers, 119-91, 27 points, 11 boards, four assists for Giannis on his birthday, and 11 of 20 shooting. Take a quick time out. If you're on hold, we'll get to you. I promise. It's all about you guys tonight. I'm Steve Sparky Fiber, Mayor Mitch Ross, other side of the glass. Pick and say Pro Hoops Post Game Show, driven by Mercedes Benz of Milwaukee North. Here on the fan. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Ah, Bucks cruise to an easy victory over the L.A. Clippers. Who thought we'd be saying that tonight? That's 14 in a row for the Bucs. Win 20 already on the year for the Bucs. 119-91 over the LA Clippers. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer riding with you one more time tonight. Filling in for Billy Baby Tao Schmidt, who is, well, he's on vacation in Disney World. I'm very, very jealous of that fact. Uh, but I would never miss Toy Drive Week. And uh, you heard the, the, the promo there coming out of the break. Thank you very much for making a, a yet another successful uh, toy drive for Children's Wisconsin and Robbins uh, Community Services. We're going to keep the online donations open through uh, Sunday. So Sunday night at midnight, it, it will cut off. So friends, family members, coworkers, whoever wants to uh, still make an online donation and help a great cause, you can do so by simply going to 1057fmthefan.com. And you can make that donation. And uh, obviously all donations are welcomed and accepted. And thank you so, so much for everybody that made donations today. It was uh, kind of overwhelming, to be honest with you, the amount of uh, rally that we made on the last day of the toy drive today. And uh, couldn't be happier uh, for the kids that are going to be able to get these toys at uh, Children's Wisconsin. And then the foster kids, I'll uh, get them through Robbins Community Services uh, and all the other charities, like the Running Rebels and stuff that will benefit from this. is just a very cool deal. All right, so the Bucks get the win, 119-91. to Asking you... You know, all these lean years that we were through, uh, all the bad years, I've sat here and done post-game shows and so forth, what are you enjoying most about this Bucks success? Because it's not like 500 success. This is like best team in the league success. This is blowing out good basketball teams success. This is at a whole different level. It could be something, I'm enjoying having an MVP on my team. I never thought I'd see it. And, and having a superstar to... And it's nice. My friends and family actually want to talk to me about the Bucks now. Before, nobody wanted to talk to me about the Bucks. Could be anything. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. And uh, X Factor of the game uh, tonight. Ah, I mean, I think you can look at numerous different things here as far as what made it. Uh, this Bucks victory is so special tonight. Part of it was simply the L.A. Clippers didn't shoot the ball well. 8 of 32 from 25%. Shot only 35% uh, from the field in general. They contained Paul George and Kawhi Leonard to 17 points for Kawhi. Only 13 points for Paul George. So I think all of that combined really goes into the X factor of the game. Bucks defense plays into it, literally, uh, in slowing down the L.A. Clippers. Sean in Walker's Point, you're next on the fan. Yeah, I just wanted to tell a story about 
what happened to me last week and my favorite thing about this team right now, I went down to Dallas for Thanksgiving where most of my family lives, and I have a nine-year-old cousin who had been sick the entire week leading up to Thanksgiving. So when I saw him, I just said, how you feeling, bud? And his only response to me was to look at me as deadpan as can be and say, I'd be feeling a lot better if Giannis wasn't better than Luca." And that's like a nine-year-old on the other side of the country is paying attention to Giannis, and that is just the most fantastic thing. It is awesome. And Luca is having a heck of a year right now. I mean, that yeah. Doncic is just going off of the Dallas Mavericks. But right now, it, I've, I've seen pieces written on this, it looks like Giannis right now is the leading candidate to win MVP again. Yep, yep. And people are paying attention across the country, and that is just amazing. It is, no doubt about it. Sean, thanks for the call. And, uh, yeah, a superstar in Milwaukee on your baseball team, on your basketball team, and on your football team in Green Bay. You got three legit superstars in all three major sports that represent this state all at one time. If you would have told me at any point in the last 15 or 20 years that this was going to happen, I would have said you are out of your mind. Sure, it could happen. You've had I, I've seen Brett Favre, so sure. Okay, maybe you'll get another Hall of Fame quarterback, highly unlikely, but maybe, and they did. Uh, the Brewers, once the Fielder-Braun thing was done, I thought they were pretty much going to be done for a while. And boom, shakalaka, you trade for Christian Yelich, and he just explodes onto the scene, and now you've got a legit MVP superstar again uh, with the Milwaukee Brewers. But there is no way, no how, that I, nor Mayor Mitch Ross, or any other diehard Bucks fan thought you would ever have arguably the best player in the NBA on your basketball team in the city of Milwaukee. Having won an MVP and be talking about back-to-back MVPs, talking about a Bucks team that has won 14 games in a row and sit at 20-3. and three. There is no way in our wildest dreams that we thought this day was coming. That is amazing to me and probably amazing to most. 414-799-1250. Ken on the north side. You're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. What's up, Ken? Hey, what's up? Uh, well, I mean, well, the thing that's, I mean, I guess special about the Bucks this year is, I mean, they are deeper. I mean, primarily because of the experience. You know, but I'll say this, too. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's Clippers are not as deep and good as his Raptors were. Like. Correct. Yep. I mean, and they're uh, not the as Raptors long as the Raptors either. Right. I mean, the Raptors are definitely a better team. I mean, there's no question about that. I mean, so even if the Bucks were to meet them, in the West, I mean, in the West, I like their chances better, and also, uh, you know, they're probably going to come up with a better blueprint to attack uh, to uh, attack that defensive scheme that the Raptors used last year to double down on uh, Giannis. I mean, I definitely think that makes them deeper and better because they're going to be uh, better prepared for that defensive strategy that they used last year. So I guess that's something you kind of got to factor into. But I mean, but then at the same time, it doesn't discount the fact that Middleton and Bledsoe definitely has to play better. I mean, if they're really going to do something special, you know, this year in the playoffs. Yeah, no question about it, and and that's where the thing is going to change. Ken, I haven't talked to you in forever, man. How you been? You good? You had a good Thanksgiving? Oh yeah, everything was great. You know, I just had to monitor how much I ate so I didn't put on too much weight because you need to be able to get in your pants Monday morning when you go back to work. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Yeah, that bloating will take care of everything for you. No question about it. Hey, thank, thanks for the call, man. Have a good holidays, all right? Okay, you do the same. Ken Northside, I've been calling this postgame show for many years. And don't forget, we're broadcasting uh, again 
uh, from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin studios here, our Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Check them out at PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. And uh, uh, we all know that they have the best windows, and there's even no really disagreement about that at this point. Oh, no. No, 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 no. That's not who's on two. Come on, man. I'm only here one night. One night only show. Sparky's in town, filling in for Baby Tosh. I didn't think this dude called in anymore. This dude still calls in a post game shows, even with Baby Tosh hosting. Seen here, I thought he just liked me. Like I, I thought, well, if I'm not hosting post game show, my guy Vincent in Anaheim probably is not going to call post game show anymore. Come to find out, I was wrong. Apparently. He still calls and talks yeah, about uh, his Raptors. Hey, What's what, up, Vincent? What How you doing, man? Hey, man, I got to get you, man. How about them Raptors, Sparky? Because I could have get a hold of you after that. We, 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 we shocked the world, baby. We shocked the world. But anyway, about Hold on a second. Man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's talk. <laughs> let, hold on. And I, I know the Bucks didn't play the Raptors tonight, and nobody in our audience cares about the stupid Raptors. But I will no, say I this. <laughs> I am very, very impressed by the Toronto Raptors this year and how well yes, they're sir. playing Siakam is just taking his game to a whole nother level. Van Vliet, obviously. I, a very yeah. impressed, jo- impressive job by Nick Nurse coaching that team. But yeah, same here, man. Like, I'll be keeping it real. As a Raptor fan, I said, we're going to make it to the playoffs. I didn't care what seed. But now, the way they're playing, I'm saying, hey, we can do that three seed, second seed, or maybe one. But y'all bucks, man. Y'all bucks on fire, man. Y'all, you're dominating. You're showing everybody that wasn't a fluke last year. You know what I mean? Yep, no and, question. Especially when you beat down the Clippers. I love it, man. I, you know, Kawhi, I much respect for him because he helped my team win his first title. But, man, the Clippers, man, over here, over there in L.A., man, they got Clippers billboards. They're trying to say they run L.A. They're the new kings of L.A. Nah, man. When you get smacked around like what the Bucks did to them, man, that's, that's what happens because the Clippers ain't all that. Uh, and plus, you know, the way Kawhi plays and all that, the regular season to them is more of a warm-up. You know what I mean? As long as they make it to the playoffs, that's when they really kind of turn it on. Uh, but, PG, you know, Paul George, who would you rather have, Paul George or Chris Middleton? <laughs> well, yeah, you know you're I mean? right. As of right now, Chris Middleton, you know, four more points than Paul George. But this is a great dominating win because it proves. Because everybody was saying, hey, the Bucks had this good winning streak, but who are they beating? They beating sorry teams. And then he played against one of the – front runners of, you know, you know, the one team is going to up, you know, take the West by storm and you smack them around. That's, that's what you get. That's how you get your respect. And Giannis right now, MVP. But when the Lakers come to town, you're all going to lose, man. Sorry, it's either the Lakers or the, the Mavericks. Hey, you know? the way this is looking right now, if the Bucks continue this, if they continue this run, the Bucks are going to be sitting at a 19-game winning streak with the man. 20th win in a row, depending on that Laker-Bucks game. So we'll see how <laughs> yeah, it plays man. out. Hey, man, have a good Christmas. Take care. Right, you take care, man. You betcha. Vincent in Anaheim, a Raptors fan, but I like the dude. And I, I know some of you all don't like him, but I think he means well, and it's a lot of fun to talk to that dude. Um, if we look at the Milwaukee Bucks schedule, and I'm a big fan of looking ahead at the schedule, as some of you know, I like to look ahead. And we kind of look ahead between now and that Lakers game coming up. Uh, that would be win number 20. We're talking about franchise records at this point. And that Lakers game, if you have not paid attention, is on Thursday night, TNT, home here uh, in Milwaukee, December 19th. But if you look at these games that they have coming up, uh, you have Orlando Monday night. Okay. Uh, it's NBA TV, but that's going to be a win. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, Wednesday the 11th, uh, that's ESPN. That's more than likely a win. Friday the 13th at Memphis. Uh, they got some young potential on that team, but probably a win. Back-to-back, Saturday home against Cleveland. That back-to-back shouldn't scare anybody. That should be a win. 
the one that's going to possibly stop this whole run before it gets to the Clippers, they could fall a game short because Monday the 16th, they are home against the Mavericks. That will be a good basketball game. And then Wednesday, or I should say Thursday, two days rest, they get the Lakers. Very, very possible, very possible that they could be in talks of having a 20-game winning streak on the line when they play uh, that Lakers team coming up on Thursday night the 19th. And it is going to be a game for sure. No question about that. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, so the Bucks get the win. We're talking about an injury report. There is no injury report. This Milwaukee Bucks team is healthy uh, at this point, and that is something that should make everybody happy. That's the other thing I was thinking about. When was the last time you could say the Bucks and all their key pieces were healthy and good, and the Packers were all healthy and good at the same time in December? First of all, it's a minor miracle that the Packers are as healthy as they are. Seriously. And, and I will say, and I brought it up today on the Wendy's Big Show when we were out of the toy drive. Everybody yelled and screamed at me that, oh, changing the head trainer won't be a big deal. It, uh, it's not that. Everybody gets hurt in the NFL. Well, that dude retires. Uh, and all of a sudden, you make some changes there within the staff, right? Move some people around, hire another person or two, and presto. You can say it's luck. That's fine. I'll get down with it, I guess. But I'm sorry. There is something to it. I was saying it for years. Nobody would listen. Now, all of a sudden, that team is healthy. And this Bucks team, very, very healthy. Hopefully, I'm not jinxing anybody by talking about it this much. Trell on the north side, you're next on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show live from the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin studios. What's up? What's going on, Sparky? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. It was a big rally. The toy drive today pretty much made my weekend. We'll announce uh, final total numbers uh, coming up on Monday. Yeah, that's a, that's a great deal. Uh, I've been involved with that for a long time since you since yep. you started. Appreciate um, it. Been out there a few different times and everything. Um, uh, that's a great cause, man. And, and Children's Hospital is absolutely phenomenal uh, when dealing with children. So uh, more power to you, and I can't wait till next year till, till it goes on again. Um, yep. Um, man, they just smacked the Clippers around, man. I mean, there's going to be people, they're going to say that the playoff basketball is different and that playoffs, you know, uh, they wouldn't be a match for the Clippers and all that, but they just keep doing what they need to do. And, um, as far as that Dallas game, Dallas doesn't have anybody for Giannis. I don't, I mean, you can, you can lose any game in the NBA, um, with things that happen, any team can beat you on any given night, but. Just looking from, uh, you know, Luca's great. Porzingis is trying to get back in the form, but they don't have anybody to slow Giannis down. I just think it's going to be a hard get for him. The Lakers is a barometer game for me, though. But I want to answer your question. Uh, you said uh, the question the- is with all the lean years the Bucks have had and so forth. What are you enjoying most about these last couple of years and the success that this team has had? Whether it be, you know, it's something that you're enjoying on the court, whether it be something off the court that you're enjoying the most. That's the question. 414-799-1250. And Trell has been calling in since year one of this postgame show like 15 years ago. So what do you got, Trell? 
I think Sparky, honestly, the thing, and I've been thinking about this the last few days, and like, man, this is just phenomenal. Like, I never thought how great as Giannis has, has come, you know, with years since we've seen him when he first came in and how he's developed, which has been something we'll probably never see again. But um, this guy's going to win back-to-back MVPs. I never thought Milwaukee would be a team having an NBA, you know, MVP back-to-back years. And um, I really think it's on John Horst and his ownership because if they put the right pieces around Giannis, the Bucks can have a dynasty. Giannis should win multiple championships. If they put the right pieces, if they, could, they don't have to get the super team. They should construct it like San Antonio did, get, get guys who play, you know, their, their roles and their positions really well. Uh, Tim Duncan was the superstar, but you had Ginobili coming off the bench, buying into that, Tony Parker doing what he does. You know, not, not superstar guys, but guys who were very good at what they did. If the Bucks can find that, you know, maybe Milton and, and Bledsoe can turn the corner. You know, I, I don't have a whole lot of faith in them, but, I mean, if the opportunity is still there for them to do it. But if they put the right pieces around this guy and he, and he, and he stays in Milwaukee because this media is absolutely – uh, terrible with, with just throwing walking under the bus. They're trying to do any and everything to get this guy up out of here. Um, they just got to put the right pieces around him, and I think I'm going to be standing here as a Bucks fan that went through a lot of long suffering. If this team is probably going to put put a couple banners up um, in my lifetime, and that's just a phenomenal feeling. I never thought I'd see with the Bucks. I knew it could happen with the Packers, but not the Bucks. And it's it's just a great feeling. Can't even explain it. Drell, you know you're talking about. Um, everybody trying to get Giannis out of town with all the articles and all the talk and all that fun stuff. There was this that happened tonight during the game, and you could pick it up on Fox Sports Wisconsin. We'll see if we can pick it up here uh, on the radio as well. Go ahead. To win 14 in a row at any point in the year against any competition. Happy birthday. See, and, and that right there, Giannis gets up, was like head bobbing to it, and then gets up and really, uh, you know, starts motioning to the crowd when they were saying happy birthday to him. Yeah. That type of stuff, man, that gets at the guy's heart. You got to think. Like, that's that's pretty cool stuff, and you could see that he appreciated it, and those type of little yeah. things I, I, I think help maybe at the end of the day, hopefully. We'll see. Yeah, I think, Sparky, I really, and this is what I believe, and I'm probably 50-50 on this, I believe Giannis wants to stay here. I believe in a perfect world, Giannis wants to stay here. But I also believe in a perfect world, Giannis wants to be great. He's driven to be great. Being great is tied to what? Winning championships. Absolutely. And that's where that's where the ownership and the front office, uh, GM, they have to get it done, no matter what it takes to get it done. Because if you can show him that you're going to get him to where he wants to go to, I think there's no chance in hell he's leaving. All right, Trill, so, thanks for the call, man. Have yeah. a good week, and nice talking to you again, as always. Time now for this. Marcus, it seems to me this has been a decent deflection game. What defensive play stood out? Giannis knocks that away from Love right at the rim. Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. All right, so time now for the defensive play of the game, and uh, 
You're going to have your pick here. Brooke Lopez had a nice game defensively, too. 119-91. Bucks over the L.A. Clippers tonight. That's win 14 in a row. Bucks win their 20th game of the year. This highlight that you're about to hear, picked by Mayor Mitch, courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. It's made 31% tonight, 100%. One for one. Bledsoe to the corner for Matthews. Yes! Get to your spots, fill your quadrant. West Matthews at all sprint that left quadrant right in front of the Bucks bench. That's a beautiful thing right there. And that highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. You get a defensive play, and then you get rewarded on the other side of the floor, and your offense scores a basket for you. It's kind of like getting an interception in football, and your offense goes out and gets a touchdown and makes it all worth your while. It's a beautiful thing. All right, so the Bucks get the win, 119-91. Still to come, we'll check in with Matt Velasquez. Uh, and we'll also hear from the Bucks head coach, Mike Budenholzer, coming up next. That really just happened? It's time for the Are You Kidding Me? moment of the game. Brought to you by Gene Wagner Plumbing. Celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagner.com. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show. Driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North. On the fan. Bucks get the win tonight, 119-91 over the Los Angeles Clippers. Steve Sparky Fiverr here with you, along with Mayor Mitch Ross, filling in for Billy Schmidt, baby Tosh. He'll be back on Monday night when the Bucks return to action against Orlando on NBA TV. He'll be back as well on the Wendy's Big Show uh, on Monday. So it'll be fun to hear baby Tosh's experiences in Disney World. I, for one, am looking forward to it. Bucks, uh... Led tonight by Giannis, 27 points, 11 boards, 4 assists, 17 points for Chris Middleton, 6 boards, 5 assists there, 7 of 9 shooting, 3 of 3 from 3 off the bench, 13 points for Ilya Silva, 13 points on a perfect shooting night by Pat Connaughton in a blowout victory of the Clippers. But the are you kidding me moment of the game is probably a shot that you're going to see on SportsCenter tonight would be my guess. Highlight courtesy of Fox Sports Wisconsin. Out of the Kumbo, 15 points. One nineteen to ninety one. That was a huge, huge dunk. Uh, and like I said, you'll see it on Sports Center, or if you just go on any of these websites with highlights of NBA games, you'll see it uh, there as well. All right, time now to hear from Coach Boonholzer. Hear from the head coach. This segment is sponsored by Schneider. For over eighty years, they've been offering great careers with great benefits and more home time. Visit SchneiderJobs.com or call one eight hundred forty four Pride. This is the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show, driven by Mercedes-Benz of Milwaukee North on the fan. I've never driven a Mercedes-Benz in my life. But they look very, very nice. I will say that. Never, 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 never. I'm going to be kind of jealous if Baby Tosh actually ends up getting to drive one of those things at some point. I will be kind of jealous. But I love, I love my vehicle, so I'm good with where I'm at. Hey, all right. So here is... Bucks head coach Mike Boonholzer after the Bucks win their 14th straight game, 20 on the season, 119-91 over the Clippers. And here's what he had to say on Fox Sports Wisconsin. You know, just I think obviously one of our best efforts on both sides of the ball, you know, um, to do what we did defensively, offensively, um, just 
getting closer to you know 48 minutes of what we want to be I think come out to throw throw a great first punch in the first quarter kind of take one in the second quarter and then respond third was really impressive lots of guys played well the defense just um, you know the scrambling the covering for each other the activity um, just a lot of good things from everybody tonight um, you know good work by our guys Pat, who kind of gave, gave you guys the shot in the arm early, and then he kind of just kept it going all game long. What did you think about the way he was able to impact the game on both ends? Yeah, you know, he kind of, I guess, symbolized how we played tonight. You know, I thought, you know, his effort defensively guarded lots of different guys. Even had a stretch where, you know, he was on Leonard for a bit. And, you know, I think his energy, his activity, um, I think he's surprisingly strong. Um, such a tough cover, but he just guarded everybody, lots of different things, rebounding, cutting. And those threes in transition, you know, in the first quarter, were able to get, you know, I think up 15 to finish the first quarter. Felt like he had a big part of that 15-point uh, lead. Before the game, you talked about winning plays and trying to make more of them than the other team. What winning plays stood out for you tonight from your team? Yeah, there, you know, to me, there were a couple in the first half and I think mostly the first quarter where we're just you know, really scrambling. There's one time where, you know, I think we ended up mismatched and they drive at baseline. We come across and Dante V's back from the wing and gets the steal. And we played defense for about 20 seconds that possession. And we just kept scrambling and covering for each other and moving. And um, Dante ends up with a steal. But I think, you know, all five guys were participating. And, um, you know, I think that play maybe stands out to me, getting on the floor for loose balls. Giannis at half court ends up with a jump ball. Just things like that. Um, I thought we shared the ball. I thought we passed it, um, you know, really, really well. We rolled in our pick and roll game and um, didn't settle for, you know, letting the, the switch, be, you know, just kind of stall us out. So, you know, I guess there's a few mixed in there. A few weeks ago, we were asking you about this team being susceptible to giving up big leads, uh, especially in the third quarter or so. But over the past week and a half, I mean, that's not even close to the case anymore. To put it simply, like, what changed? Well, you know, I give the guys a lot of credit. They, I think, have learned from, you know, some of our missteps um, earlier in the year that you referenced. And um, I think that's, you know, um, part of this group's DNA is I don't think they want to make the same mistake twice or do it multiple times, even though I think we have. But I think, you know, two times, three times, and it's like we're not going to let that happen anymore to our, the best of our ability. Um, you know, it's, it's still a hard league. It's a hard sport. Um, everybody goes on runs. But I feel like we've learned from those earlier games uh, in the season. Coach, the shots were falling, the guys were sharing the ball, but would you say that this game was won on defense? You talked about it. There was a series there where steal after steal after steal, so many guys getting on the floor, diving for the basketball. Do you think this game was won off of the defense? Yeah, I mean, when you have a 15-point first quarter and you're up 30 to 15, you know, I think that sets the tone for the kind of defensive effort we're going to have. And um, like I said, they threw a punch back in the second half, or second quarter, and um, you know, got scored 28 and cut the lead to, I think, nine at halftime. And um, I like the way our, our group responded again defensively in, uh, in the third quarter. I thought early we were good in the third quarter defensively. So we want that to be our identity. We want to, to put our stamp on the game on that side of the ball always. There's Bucks head coach Mike Boonholzer after the game tonight. Bucks win 119 to 91. Let's uh, sneak Tim and Racine in here on the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show. What's up, Tim? How you doing, Spark? Doing good. What's up, bud? Hey, uh, you know, that lady just said pretty much what I was going to say almost. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. 
Hey, uh, I think that if the defense is playing the way they are and the way they're scoring and the, the way the bench is so deep, I don't I, – I, I really <laughs> – Unless something catat, you know, you know, you know the word catat. How do you say that word? Catastrophic. Catastrophic don't injury. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, yep. and we we don't wish that. You know, we I know we don't do that, but I'm just saying. It's just I don't see anybody beating this team. Well, the Clipper, the Lakers will be the one team that everybody's going to fear, and that's coming up here on the nineteenth. Well, that'll be the team next. If they if they take care of the Lakers in convincing fashion, then I think everybody's going to probably agree with you at this point. Tim, oh, thanks yeah, for the okay. call, man. Have a good weekend, Tim. All right, coming up next, we'll check in with Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel next here on The Fan. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops postgame show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. Divorce child custody or any other family law needs go with experience go with thomas marola online at marolalaw.net or call 414-327-5800 this is the pick and save pro hoops post game show driven by mercedes benz of milwaukee north on the fan bucks get the win 1991 over the LA Clippers. A huge, huge win in my eyes because this was viewed as a measuring stick game. Joining us now is the aforementioned Matt Velasquez. Matt, did you think this was as big of a win as many Bucks fans do? Absolutely. I, I think this was huge. I think this is the kind of game that, you know, if people weren't taking note uh, of the Milwaukee Bucks yet, um, I'm not sure what they're waiting for, but they, they really need to be done waiting at this point. I mean, uh, 20 and 3 record, 14 wins in a row. And, and now just an absolute like dismantling uh, of the Clippers, the team that I, I'm pretty sure was the favorite or one of the favorites uh, to win the title. Um, that's I don't know. It doesn't get much more impressive than that. It's just a great win. And, you know, the thing that I, I like about it, Matt, was nobody went out and had to have a career night for the Bucks to win this game. You know, Giannis didn't have to score 50. Middleton didn't have to go for 40 or something crazy. Really, nobody had really that above average nights, and they were still able to walk away from this Clippers team. Yeah, Giannis had the kind of you know, statement of the night where he said, you know, a lot of other teams have a one-man team or a two-man team or a three-man team. He goes, we're just a team. That's who we are. That's what we do. You know, it's all about everybody playing together, playing as a collective. Um, and that's true. Like, that's, that's what this was. This was a game where Bud even said Giannis, you know, usually he's superhuman, and in the first half he wasn't. He was ordinary. And it was the bench. It was guys like Pat Connaughton, Dante DiVincenzo. You know, obviously Chris Middleton got off to a hot start. You know, it was just a whole bunch of other guys who were, you know, doing doing some really good work and putting the Bucks up by nine at halftime. And then Giannis went supernova early in the third quarter. And, and still, you know, it was still kind of a game. They were up by 16 when Giannis checked out late in the third. And it was, again, the bench that made this just into a total one-sided affair, into a, you know, a, a domination. You know, they went on a 13-4 run to close that third quarter, and it was over. Yep, it sure was. It was over quick. Now you look ahead at the schedule and you go, okay, well, can they do 20 games in a row, right? Talking about franchise records and stuff. That would be the 19th uh, against the Lakers. And I looked at the schedule earlier on the show. I really don't see them losing. Uh, the, the next game that, you know, maybe they lose based on, you know, just records and how good teams could be and talent-wise would be the Mavericks. That Monday night previous, uh, the 16th previous to that game against the Lakers against Dallas. 
Yeah, I mean, they have a, a schedule that's set up for them where I think this whole week they're playing against sub-500 teams. Yep, correct. Uh, you know, they've got, they've got the Magic, a team they've beaten before, and, you know, they've been able to uh, get away from. I think it was a little bit closer than they might have wanted it to be in Orlando, but they, they handled their business. Uh, they've got the Pelicans, who I assume won't have Zion yet, which is a bummer for all of us in Milwaukee because, we, you know, we'd love to see that guy play. No, we wouldn't. Um, nope, I'm good. Uh, not, no. If we could see his debut here at Pfizer no. Forum, that'd be, no. that'd be super fun. No, that'd no. That'd be super fun. Not interested. I, I, want, no. I want every part of it. No, you can have it. it. But, no, I'm good. I'll watch it on TV somewhere else. I'm good. So so they've got that. You know, Then they have a you know, back-to-back at Memphis home for Cleveland. Those are you know, two teams that, that can be you know, feisty sometimes, especially Memphis. You know, but John Morant's out. And, yep. You know, we'll see what happens there. You know, the Bucks just, this is going to be a week where their, their challenge is going to be not to play down to competition. And, you know, as recent history has shown us, they're, they're just not doing that. Um, so if they can continue doing that, I mean, yeah, the, the Mavericks could definitely be a tough test for them. You know, with the way Luka's playing and, you know, Porzingis hasn't even, you know, really reached the, the height of, of what he could be. You know, not even close. Uh, and then the Lakers coming in later that week. I mean, we've got some fun games coming up here. No doubt. Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, as always, doing a fe- spectacular job here on the postgame show. My one time filling in for Bailey Schmidt. I- I'm sure there might be another time or two ahead during the season, but it was a lot of fun tonight. Matt, thanks for joining us, buddy. Yeah, I'm sure you just you know let Baby Tosh do all the work, and then you come in for the big game. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be a, a, another big game later this season. You'll oh, that's when I'll fill in for you. Don't worry, I'll, I'll I'll take that game later. I got completely lucky on which game I ended up with. <laughs> I'll be completely honest. I didn't pick it; it just kind of fell into my lap, and I took it. Hey, man, have a good rest of your weekend. Enjoy a couple of days off without the Bucks playing. All right, sounds good. You too. Take care. There he is, Matt Velasquez. Uh, joining us here after the Bucks win 119 to 91. Chris Middleton talked after the game tonight. Chuck Freeman was there to get it. Middleton 17 points, six boards, five assists, and this is what he said afterwards. Um, I think every night is to play hard, play with energy and effort, uh, play together and discipline, like Coach said uh, to us after this game. Did you have a step of the you guys talk about defense all the time. Uh-huh. That's a big thing that you guys just how good it is defense. Well, it's great. Um, I mean, that's a great offensive team. They have some great individual players that can uh, score the ball from all over the place. Um, but I think collect- collectively as a group, um, we did a great job of uh, making it tough on them, making them see bodies when they took shots, hands all over the place, being active. What do you think It's been great. I mean, uh, he's, uh, he's in the pass lanes all the time, um, which we want to do. He's using his quickness. Uh, he's been watching film. You could tell out there when he's playing. What do you think of uh, Kawhi and Paul George playing together out there those first time you really see that? Yeah, like I said, they're a great duo. Uh, on and off the ball, um, offensively, defensively. Uh, but I think we did a great job of just, you know, trying to make it frustrating on them, just seeing uh, so many bodies, not giving them too many open looks or one-on-one possessions. What does a win like this over those guys and people are talking about you guys meeting the finals and all that, does it mean much just part of the season of win like that over them? Yeah, it's part of the season. It's just one game. Um, it was a good, a big game, a uh, great test against a great team uh, in the Western Conference. But at the end of the day, it's one game. Um, we play Monday next, and we have to get ready for that one. There he is. This week on the Youth Sports Show, presented by Allstate Insurance. Chris Middleton talking after a big win for your Milwaukee Bucks uh, tonight. 119 to 91 over the LA Clippers. A big, big win for this team. And again, Monday night, the next game. Thanks for tuning in tonight. It's been the Pick and Save Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Mary Mitch Ross, other side. Coming up next, CBS Sports and our guy, Farrell on the bench here.
on 105.7 FM, The Fan, and AM 1250. Enjoy your night, everyone. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.